everybody we are back welcome to the dnr i am ron kane i'm damian robinson and today we are joined by a very special guest uh he recorded our theme song for us which you heard uh last week and episode eight at the beginning uh i was very uh i was very honored when he said yes that he would do it so let's please welcome in duke Hey, Yo. Hello, 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 everybody. How everybody doing? Um, it's lovely, man. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be on this podcast. I'm very, very thankful, very grateful to be here. Well, thank you for uh, coming thank, on. Thank you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you. Yeah, no problem, man. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for everybody that doesn't know, Duke is, you are based out of Harrisburg, correct? Yes, sir. Born and raised. All right. Well, tell us a little bit uh, about your music. Uh, my music is, uh, my, my artist's name is Duke So Crazy, and it's just not just a name, it's not just a, some simple moniker, it's a, it's a way of life, it's, it's, everything I do is passionate, my, my, my charisma is crazy, so that just basically describes my music, it's very high energy, it's always a vibe, you're going to leave out with something, you're not just going to hear a song, it's just a regular song, um, I always put all my blood, sweat, and tears in everything I do. And and that, especially when it comes to music, and I and I that's that's how I would describe it. Very good, very crazy. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, I first met uh, I first met Duke. All right, I first met you at a, a La Cultura open mic mm-hmm. of all places. I think I was the the second white guy there. That night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was true. Very much. <laughs> Healed the set too. Healed the set. Yeah, but yeah, that uh, that open mic uh, before COVID hit and stuff, it, it was a very fun mic. Uh, it's definitely a mic. Tour. Yeah, it's definitely a mic I wasn't used to. It's um, like very diverse because it's comedy, it's music, mm-hmm. it's poetry, it's everything. It's everything, man. And I, shout out to to the people down there. Oh, I think we lost Damien again. Wowzers. <laughs> First of all, we like to say fudge COVID for doing all this mess to us, because uh, we easily could have done this beautifully. But COVID is uh is one of them funny things, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like one of the things that we've been fighting through is because we've been doing this over Zoom, mm-hmm. so we, you know, most of the time it works, but then sometimes you know we fight the connectivity issues, and like, I, like everyone else. <laughs> Everyone yeah. else is dealing with this, even from the top to the bottom, because it it, it just proves to you that internet really sucks, <laughs> no matter who you got. <laughs> yeah. Now, are you uh, since COVID hit? Did that uh, did that change like your output? Wowzers, come on back now. <laughs> yeah, hey, David, you, yeah, you might want to turn your video off and see if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> 
but yeah, um, while you're doing that, I'll say that uh, yeah, COVID has changed a lot of things for me as of now, as we're looking at right now. Um, like it's it's changed a lot of interviews for me because this is the most interviews I received in a while. And it's crazy now I have to do it during, uh, like I had to get my computer laptop ready. And it's crazy, man. It's it's done a lot of change for me. Um, it's, I've, I can't do live shows anymore like I used to. Um, I love I love performing. I love performing in front of a crowd. Um, I love interacting with fans, gaining new fans. Cause there's you can pull out all the best music, but it's not like a good personal connection. And you you as well as you know as a performer, it's not like a good connection with a fan. And um, so for me, that's killed a lot of that. Um, but on the plus side, I have to give it its due. I've been able to write some great songs i my my writing has has became so much better um my my uh flow and my rapping has become a lot better because literally i got nothing else to do (laughs) (laughs) work and work on music and literally i think that's done a lot for some people it's 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 really challenging a lot of people It's, it's showing like what can you do when there's literally nothing else to do. Hey, welcome back, broski. Hey, what's up, bro? My <laughs> bad, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going through so much tough technical difficulties right now, man. Uh, hopefully this is it. I, I had to go to a different spot in the house to, to pull this back up. Sorry about that, folks. I missed uh, a good couple minutes of the episode here. It's good. You ain't missed nothing crazy. <laughs> yeah, it hasn't been nah, too but, crazy. Uh, Okay, yeah, but uh, I just I just want you to know, Duke, I am actually a real good fan of yours, man. Um, oh man, like, like digging the music, bro, and 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 the what you did for us, man. Like, I, I I'm truly honored to have such a great artist record a theme song for us, bro. So thank you, man. And I appreciate that, and I, and I thank you for your support, man. I can't wait. I can't wait to the last. You asked a good question. You asked a question for the pre-interview question about it, a story. I wanted to change that answer. I got a good story for you, Dave. I got a real good one for you, man. All right. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate everything you said. Yeah. But yeah, back to your question, Ron. Um, the coronavirus has really brought out a lot of uh, things out of people that never they never thought they really had. Um, for me, it brought out a lot of, because, uh, you know, this has been a rough thing for me. Like, like many people, this has been a rough time for me, um, losing my job, losing my pops, um, losing oh. a lot of things. And um, it was been, it's been a rough, rough couple months. But you got to understand, it's really made me so much stronger, it made me so much wiser and so much better as a person. And, yeah, this is, it's been a crazy couple months, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I forgot about the whole thing with your father. I'm sorry to hear about that. I remember seeing you post cool. about it, and you know, it's cool, man. Yeah, it happens, man. We we all got to you know, it's, it's we all got our day, but you know, he he went out the way he wanted to go, quick and painless, and that's why I was cool about it. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, if that's the way he wanted, that's the way he wanted, man. I can't get mad at it. I can't get mad. He want to grow old, so I say, hey, <laughs> can't get mad at it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Death stinks, mm-hmm. but you know, here we are. We have to move on. Yes, know? yes. And now, and you know what? He would he would hate if I be sad and a ruck and a mess. He would hate that. So I have to put a smile on my face, and uh, and keep moving. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the yeah. other things I wanted to bring up with you is uh, I know I know my son 
I have a my son is 18 mm -hmm. and uh, I he he is a fan of your music. Uh, wow. he, he's a fan of uh, s some of your crew, uh, some of the stuff they put out uh, like Genius. And uh, I don't know some of the other guys, his name. Yeah, shout out to, yeah. Shout out to Lodi Judon and uh, X uh, Zaywa. We all. Yes, that's crazy. That's lovely, man. Yeah, and uh, I I have to thank you because uh, like when I found that out, I had already met you. That's like after I met you at La Cultura, mm -hmm. and I was telling my son about it, and he's like, "Oh my God!" It's like you knew these guys. It's like, "Oh yeah, of course, I know everybody." <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm st I'm still here, by the way, guys. Uh, I just had to turn my video off so I can get better audio. Okay, hey, that's cool. So, but I'm still here. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah, everybody, we're, we are still over Zoom, so, you know, you got to kind of bear with us. Got to bear it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and if you're just tuning in, we are still jo joined by Duke. Uh, you know, wh what else can be said uh, about him? But, yeah, going back to making me look cool with my son. It was <laughs> That's crazy, man. I'm glad to help, help you with that, man. I appreciate that. Uh, hey, Damien, did you want to ask something? Uh, yeah, yo, um, like I, I, like I said, I really dig your music. I just want to know, like, what's your process when you're in the studio, uh, with coming up with the, with, with coming up with your music, bro? Like, so, like, um, literally, um, I have a very, very minute process. It's very quick and easy, and um, only the hard part is just simply the writing. Um, literally, okay. I'll. Um, literally all I need, I'm very diverse when it comes to music. Um, okay. uh, I, I grew up with all types of musical backgrounds. Um, um, think that that's the one thing my mom did for me. She brought me up with a lot of music, not just hip hop. Uh, but for me, it starts off, you hear a beat or you hear a song that you really like and you like, okay, cool. That sounds nice. And then you literally, I find like a little flow path of what I want to want to do with a song, how I want it to sound. And then I just, then the hardest part is just literally adding words to what I already have with a flow path and making it sound right. And literally it takes me a lot longer than a normal artist would because literally I'm feeling in each part of the beat. Like I'm not just writing a whole verse. No, I'm just writing, I'm trying to make sure that it sounds like I made, it was made for me. That's the that's the thing about my music. I like this make it sound like the beat was made personally for me. Nothing, I only had one beat so far that was made personally for me. And, oh, okay. Yeah, but, and so I, that's the best thing about my writing is I try to make it sound like, hey, yeah, it was for me, yeah. But turns out it was just some random beat I found on YouTube. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. Like, all right, because uh, before I became a comedian, I used to be a, I used to be a rapper. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And like, oh shit, here like, we go again. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, like, you know, in the studio, like when we was in the studio, it'd be about like 15 of us, man, a lot of, a lot of weed smoke, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes the girls coming through, you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. was, it was like, you know, the whole atmosphere was just like, like, I really couldn't concentrate because, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm in there with like girls and, and, and weed and everything like that. And I'm like, yo, like, the beat's going on, and everybody's writing their thing, and I'm over there like, hey, shorty, how you doing? Like, do, yeah. do y'all have that distraction in the studio? Yeah. Or Well, it's because 
No, it's not like that. It's it's really not because I'm very fortunate and blessed to have the friends I have and the crew I have. Okay. <laughs> because they're literally um we're all artists. Like we all we all like understand like we're not just rappers, we're just artists. Like we all understand like we are serious about our craft. And they don't act a fool at the studio. Only when when we're at the end where the song's finally finished. But okay. you know, we don't normally we don't normally have a lot of females there. We only have our female friends there, but not no 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 crazy joints like that. Because we oh, all right, all right. listen, we broke, man. We broke at this point, so we trying to get rich. So we'll they'll come later. Like they'll yeah, come later. Yeah. But right now we're trying to make we're trying to make it big. And, That's you what's know, up, man. Any aspiring rapper that is listening to this just heard you say that, Duke, and you've disappointed all of them because everybody was thinking it was smoking. It's cool. It's, it's women cool. at the studio. <laughs> it's cool. Listen, I get it. I'm broke, though. I'm not trying to be broke no more. <laughs> I don't care about Listen, y'all going to be disappointed. I not care about that. But I'm also, you know what else is disappointing? My bank account. And we're trying to fix that. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think me and Damien could agree w- with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> they'll come later. Trust me, though. They'll, they'll yes. be there. <laughs> yeah. And the, the same thing happens with comedy. Uh, you actually hear guys talk about, oh, yeah, I, I'm getting into comedy for women. There there really is no women. There, there, Listen, when you're broke, there's no women. There's no matter if you're doing comedy, no matter if you're you're doing rapping, singing. There's no – it's unless you got some ducats in your hand, you ain't getting buckets. You know, it's the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> got a question. As you're creating music, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, I have some musician friends. Uh, my one friend is uh, – my very good friend he's uh i've been in a band with him he's currently has has a band but he, he's very creative and when he plays music he has told me when he plays guitar he actually sees colors and uh i've heard other stories too like from dave Grohl. uh when he drums he says he sees shapes when he that's helps him play that's how he sees mm-hmm. do you do you do you have anything like that that like when you're in your groove for sure. Um, for me, I definitely, um, I crowd. Like, I always pretend there's a crowd in front of me. Um, how would they react if I say this? How would they do if I do this? Like, I always have a crowd in front of me in my mind. Like, that's that's the way. It sounds weird, but I always have a crowd like, of, like, people that you would think that wouldn't know you and wouldn't care about your music. But if they would have heard this, how would they feel about it? And that's yeah. what I have in my mind. Okay. Cool. For me. Oh, go ahead, Damon. No, nah, no. Nah, uh, I'm just saying, like, like, yo, that's dope. See, if I, if I would have had that mindset when I went into the studio, I probably would have had some better verses. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm, I'm here. I am now. I'm a 40 year old uh, comic reflecting on back when I was a musician, well, a rapper, because I couldn't sing worth for lick, and I still can't. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? My daughter's uh my daughter's listening to the weekend blinding lights with me and I'm singing along for them, but I didn't know they were recording me and, and you know, like they, they're walking around with the playback and I'm like, Oh my god, that's what I sound like. Thank, <laughs> Thank God I can't sing, you know what I mean? <laughs> now uh I know one of the things uh that you have coming up, uh it's called uh, Talking Crazy Entertainment Podcast and Video Series. Can you talk about that a little bit? 
Yes, big dog. I'm finally putting this face on a video. I know it's not the best face you can get, but <laughs> Jesus is what you're gonna get. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing the talking crazy entertainment, man. I'm doing a podcast. I'm talking sports. I'm talking life. I'm talking politics. Um, I love having those type of conversations. I'm an old man in a young man's body, so I love to talk my crap. Um, so literally, I uh, I also like I love food. I'm a big foodie guy. I do a lot of food reviews with my bro on our Snapchat sometimes. And now I'm about to start doing it and recording it with my bro. And we're about to do that and travel all different types of places. Still through this Corona, we will still provide you quality content through this Corona. (laughs) So that will be starting here in the next couple. As soon as I get this album out, uh, starting near the end of 2020, pushing toward the 2021 in the beginning of that year. And yeah, we're just going to start one step at a time. Okay, that's great. Uh, yeah, so the new album is called My Crazy Life. Uh, how yes. long has how long has it how much work have you put into this? How, Man, time. Yeah. This year has been so crazy. <laughs> There's like it started out as like uh, just a regular. You know, I I try I started out wanting to do like a little. I dropped my first project this year, which was uh which was nice. And then I was like, you know what? Now I got to show you, I was going, I was going to do another mixtape, do 20 tracks, a double mixtape, part one and part two, and then life got crazy. <laughs> and then I had to trash yeah. a lot. I trashed like, like about a good majority, 75% of those 20 songs. And I just went into like a, a deep, deep, deep rut of just being in music and just, oh, it was crazy. And I turned out, I turned out a crazy album. <laughs> I ain't going <laughs> And being in quarantine, um, because my father passed of COVID, I was in quarantine for 14 days. So I literally, so imagine you just lost your, your pops and you had to go in quarantine. So yeah, but I literally was just in my room working like out of just, just, just in, you know, being sad, but I turned it into a crazy album, ladies and gentlemen, telling, just telling the story of just, not just telling you a story of my life, but just telling, giving you a, a good look into my life and what I deal with on a day-to-day basis. Um, this is this is a, one of my biggest projects to date. Um, it started out as just a ranked old mixtape and then it turned into something crazy. And um, I'm telling you right now, ladies and gentlemen, you would not want to miss this one. This is, uh, this is gonna be on all platforms. Um, this has uh, producing from local artists here in Harrisburg. Also some people are nationally known. Um, so it's gonna be a big, big project. Nice. And when when oh, is that, when is that expected to fully drop then? Well, we're looking at um, my birthday, November fourth. My birthday, November fourth, is going to be coming out that around that time. Um, we're going to start getting into this uh, promoting here in October. I got a custom album cover done by my bro Mark. Um, you're going to see a very good. You're going to be a good side of me that I can't wait to show everybody. Great, great. Well. Uh, we appreciate you uh, coming on and uh, being here with us. Uh, so we're just going to have you stick around for the rest of the show. And yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk our normal shit. And uh, yeah, everybody, please check out uh, uh, Duke on uh, SoundCloud under Duke So Crazy. You can find him on Instagram at Duke underscore so underscore crazy. Uh, he has the podcast, the Talking Crazy Entertainment podcast coming up and video series coming. 
And you, of course, you can find him on SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, and YouTube. So, yes, please check Duke out. Please do. Please do. <laughs> Yo, all right. All right. I can hear you guys. I'm. I'm. I, I had to switch the whole thing from my computer to my phone. So forgive me for being absent on this episode. Uh, I, I feel like a piece of shit right now, but uh, I'm back. Okay. Well, don't worry. What I did is uh, the way this. I'll just be able to edit it. So we got like a 20 minute interview with Duke. So okay. We'll just, and uh, so I kind of closed out the interview, and we're just gonna kind of pick up like the show like normal. And, All right. and Duke's going to sit in with us and we're, we're just going to do our shit. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool, cool, cool. I'm just so sorry, Duke. I missed most of this interview, bro. You good, like, man. Nah, you I know, I, I know, bro, but like, you know, like I really wanted to like hear because I, I haven't seen you in a while, bro, and I know that you're really doing your thing and I wanted to tell you, you know, my condolences uh, about your father passing away. Thank you, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh that's why like, I can't I wait to tell you this story, man. I can't wait to tell you this word, story. Word. Word. Yeah, so... Wait, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, no, I guess we can do your uh, story right now. Uh, yeah. So, yeah t- virginity. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. The virginity story is always a fun story. Um, um, But literally, man, it started out so innocent, man. Um, You can make a case... Um, for illegal activities, but I would say no. I was enjoyable. I was a young okay. man, and she was a very mature teenager. I can tell you that. She was 16, and I was 12. Let's start there. Okay. <laughs> and so here I am as a, as a kid. Now, listen, man. Look. Now, when you at 12 years old, you hump everything. You hump in pillows. You hump in shoes. You hump in TVs. You hump in everything. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, so, it's the worst, literally. It's That's- literally the worst. It's that's what it's like when you're uh, a twelve year old kid. You just want to stick your dick in everything, fucking <laughs> everything. So literally, um, so imagine you get you get this 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 somewhat mature sixteen year old girl come up to you and say, "I want to show you what I learned off the por- off a porno," and I was like, oh. "Ooh, <laughs> ooh, well, don't mind if you do." Yeah. This is this is the one of the one times in my life where. My mom and my nana were both out of the house because they never, they never, they never go anywhere. They only do is yeah. go to church and go to work. That's all they do. <laughs> you know, you know, thoughts don't have a, a, a time period for that. The time yeah. period, because if I'm at church, if they at church, I'm at church. So that means there's no way I can have a house to myself. <laughs> so now I'm 12 years old, and they finally let me have a house to myself, which boy, I can understand why. This girl into my room and she so far told me she's gonna do this thing she saw before. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. But she, I don't know, but all right. Yeah. She takes, she takes my boys, man. Take my boy at the time. She takes my dick and she puts it in a sandwich bag because she couldn't call herself getting a condom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Take a sandwich bag, right? Puts a fucking rubber band around it. Don't worry, ladies and gentlemen. Don't worry, ladies. Don't worry, ladies. I'm up to a, a fucking uh, Ziploc bag now. Don't worry now. But sticks um, <laughs> bag, wraps around with a rubber band, and I'm calling myself like, what the hell is going on here? And she calls herself, tries to give me head um, with the fucking sandwich bag on my thing. And oh, man. 
I'm, I bullshit you not. This is how my first sexual experience started. And then, <laughs> and then now I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, so now my boy had a full attention and he's like confused. Cause like, what the fuck am I doing in this bag and this bitch is touching me for no reason? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And seriously, I'm talking, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Then she caught herself, tries to ride me. And <laughs> that was the first time, I don't know what I did. I just, I don't, that's the first time I faked an orgasm last my first time. A 12 year old kid, I just shook. I just go, blah, blah, blah. and that's all I did. <laughs> and she caught herself, thought she was the shit. And Knowing that she had whole plastic bag residue on her vagina, that's unacceptable. Oh, oh uh, man, that's nasty. So I literally yeah. had to take the rubber band off and look like I had Barney Dick syndrome. Shit was purple. I couldn't handle this. <laughs> that is that is fucking rough. It is oh, horrible, man. man. But yeah, that's how my first sexual experience started. Most and most, I seen a girl too a couple years later. Old dumb broad looked like she had. Fucking, um, fucking tombstones for teeth and pissed me off. I was, I can't believe, I couldn't believe it. I was upset. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, but what you need to tell people now, Duke, is that that you've moved up to a quart size freezer bag. That's what you have to tell people. I, I'm, I moved, I've upgraded, moved on up in life. <laughs> <laughs> that is <Nope>. true. <laughs> not a sandwich bag no more, ladies. It's not no more. I know <laughs> See, you, know, <laughs> you know you're doing well in life if you can uh, afford the name brand Ziploc. That's yes. it was the corner <laughs> store sandwich bag. Now I'm a Ziploc. It's a cake. <laughs> word, word. That's crazy, bro. That's a funny story, bro. That's a funny story. Yeah. Oh that's, man. That's, and the funny part is actually. <laughs> Yo, that's 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 what makes it a dope story, bro. Like I've I've. All right, there's been instances where you got to improvise, you know what I'm saying? And I had my friend improvise one time, and he actually, like, tore a trash bag to, like, a square and used that and, and pretty much rubber band off. He was in the military when he did this, and I'm sitting there like, bro, like, seriously? Like, what, we could have no condoms, you know what I'm saying? They free nowadays. They wasn't free. There's not, they're not free in elementary school, I tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> high yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You, you know, it, it's funny you, you say that about the, the condoms. You know, it used to be. Remember where they actually used to have them like locked up, and it was almost like shameful to go buy them. Yeah. At least it's crazy it, now. Now everybody's allowed to use it, and we still get more babies. Than yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I can remember buying them and then, like, the person behind the counter selling them to you is, like, giving ooh. you some, yeah, like, a dirty look <laughs> almost. Like, ooh, what are you up to? Uh, fucking? That's it? Yeah, duh, no, uh, no. I, no, I'm, t I'm passing these out with tracks and Bible camp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 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 is, that is a very funny uh, story. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can remember uh, one of the first uh, blowjobs I got, and oh, she, she had braces. It was terrible. Oh, that that shit was like a grinder. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah, uh, buck teeth for me, man. That's probably the worst blowjob story. She had buck teeth. God and, yeah, and and where she was scraping was like right along my vein, like my main vein, and it, yeah, it was just not good, bro. It was, it was not, like a wood chipper. 
<laughs> She's trying to give you surgery. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know She's what I'm trying saying? to crunch a munch on you. That's like, oh, I ain't trying to do that. No. Bro, that shit was bad, man. That shit was real bad. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man. Um, like I've I've had some bad ones. Like, all right, I'm I'm the friend, and this has probably come up on a podcast before. But I'm the friend who used to be. I'm the take one for the team guy. You wow. know what I mean? I'm yeah, like like, you know what I mean? Like if if there's the if there's the three fifty pound chick who's like self conscious, but she's there with her friend to support her friend about to get laid and. Everybody, they was like, yo, we need you to take one for the team. I'm like, I'm the juggernaut. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to run <laughs> through that wall. You know what I'm saying? And, like, my friend finally was like, yo, I'm taking one for the team. And it was like the heavens above opened up, right? So we didn't have, uh, we didn't have no condoms. So we decided to go to the, to, the, to the grocery store to get condoms. And my friend's like, yo, I'm going to go get him. I'm like, all right, cool. He's in the military. He's got money. He goes in there, and, like, me and the girls were sitting there talking and everything like that. And all of a sudden, he just comes running out of the grocery store, and some guy's saying, stop, wait. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck's going on? He comes running by the car and says, yo, just drive. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? There's a van chasing them. Like, he runs all the way from 29th Street. And kid you not, his house was next door to La Cultra. He ran from the high school to La Cultra, nonstop, running because he stole condoms so he can get laid. And I didn't get laid that day because he decided to do that shit. But I finally was like, yo, the heavens opened up, and then the devil was like, yeah, block, son. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was pissed at him for, like, fucking weeks, bro. Because it was like... I, I couldn't shoot him because he was government property. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's super fan time. You know what I mean? They had to make a movie about that. Uh. I, hey, I got, a good, I got a good question for the both of you. What is, uh, is some time that you, had, you went through all sorts of hurdles to get pussy, then you finally get that pussy, and as soon as you come, you're like, ugh, that wasn't even worth it. Man. You man, most of my bros know this story too, and that's so crazy. You <laughs> Here's a lot of L's Doughboy boy Duke has took back in the day, but this one yeah. was a sad situation. Um, I took a whole female to Red Lobster not to get pussy that day. I'm up Ooh, uh, <laughs> oh, the bro. cheddar biscuits too. Cheddar biscuits. That's like that's a guarantee, lay bro. <laughs> To the old Joe, the Threat Lobster. Even the waiter was like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, boy. And bro, I didn't have it. Yeah. Nah, uh, I took this girl out uh, to Stocks on Second, the steakhouse. You know what I mean? I must have spent like three, four, five hundred dollars somewhere around that mark. And, what? you know, yeah, bro, I was a sucker for I was a sucker for love back then, right? So like, I'm, I'm trying to impress this girl. I got on, like, this real nice outfit and everything. And, and oh, like, I'm like, yo, the date went smooth, everything like that, yo. I pull up. She got another dude, bro. She got a whole nother dude waiting to take her out on another date. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, bro. So, so, like, that jaded me damn near for life, bro. Like, I was like, yo. I have no heart towards these females. But, 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I was just like, that's when I was like, you know what? It's a numbers game from that point on. So I just went on like a rampage. Any girl willing to give me some, I'm going for it. I'm like, going for it. <laughs> you know, I, I wouldn't cost me a chick, but I was like to the point where it was like, they kind of deserve it. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> because the crazy shit for me was both of my prom dates, they didn't give me nothing. And they both ended up on OnlyFans. <laughs> oh wow! Oh my God! <laughs> I'm upset yeah. at that, bro. That yeah. t- first of all, that 10.99 is something vicious, but it was cool. That's why I just oh, <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Hey, <laughs> hey, dude. The, the the women that are on OnlyFans now. Did you join their OnlyFans? Uh... <laughs> Hey, listen, listen, I can't go to the strip club no more, so I definitely bought out on the OnlyFans. I ain't going to start. That's not in my life. I can't strip clubs. Strip clubs are closed, and Savannah's ain't, ain't doing like they used to do. I ain't trying to be in a mask with some titties in my face. I'm trying to enjoy it. That's what I came in there for, dog. And yeah. Then, nah, nah, I'm good. Besides, the strip clubs here are ass. Can we, can we, let that, let's get that recorded. The strip clubs here are just dirty booty meat, and I don't like it. <laughs> Yo, know. yeah, it, it's definitely like the B team of strippers. You know what I'm saying? This is the JV strippers, and we need the varsity up here, dog, because this is unbelievable yeah. what I had to go through. I spent the saddest story of my life is I spent over $200 in Club 22 and just to see a Lane Bryant model. I was upset. Oh. <laughs> Yo, listen, I got some stripper stories, bro. Magic City, Atlanta. You want to talk oh, about... Oh, man, that's a goal. I'm trying to get there. Yo, when you get there, they have this stripper pole that's, like, fucking four stories tall. Yeah, you got to... Like, they go down into a pit, bro, definitely. You know what I mean? I went in there with $22, right? I'm in there $22. It's 15 to get in on a weekday. So I'm in there on a weekday, 15, broad daylight. Now, I just spent 15 so that leaves me with $7. You can't do nothing in Magic City with $7, right? This dude, like, but we had, because we was the new guys, like, that's the one thing that, like, that, that saved us. We was the new guys down there. So they was like, oh, new money. Oh, we coming for that. So all the strippers was at us. There was a dude down there with, like, the invention of the money gun. It was like a leaf blower. Yeah. This dude had stacks on his table, but all the, all the strippers was up towards us, right? So he came over here trying to stun on us and just started blowing the money gun. So money's flying everywhere. Yo, I left out with, with like $32 because money was falling on me. So I just started pocketing this shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm tipping the strippers with his money. You know what I'm saying? Bruh. I'd have done it was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. I mean? What makes that better, we're all thinking the same thing. We all would have taken the money, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no, no stunt. I def- oh. Bruh. <laughs> I, I, was in there, I was in there. It was raining. I just held my pocket open like, Broop. you know what I mean? Come up. <laughs> I went and bought me a dime sack of weed after that. <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. But Magic City is definitely, like, one of the best strip clubs I've ever been to, if not the best strip club I've ever been to. I want to get the wings. I heard the wings was phenomenal. I heard the oh, wings. The food, the food was good, bro. Oh, I got to The go food was now. good. I got I'm yeah. gonna do a food review in there. I got, I just, I got, that's Yo. what I'm going to tell my lady friends. I'm like, nah, I'm just going there for a food review, you know? <laughs> word, word. The, the best strip club I've been to is uh, I was out at Cheetah's in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, that's a good one. And that's I a went, good one. That one. 
And I went I went to Cheetah's on the night that I got married. Oh, that's how you know the marriage is going to be successful. Yeah, hey, we're still married. I mean, we got uh, we got married in Vegas, so mm-hmm. uh, I needed a bachelor party. She's like, "Well, why don't you just go to a strip club?" So I did, and I oh. went to Cheetah's. That's what's up, bro. And I got to tell you that the talent is top notch there. Top notch. Yeah, I mean, because the, the women are coming for. I mean, some live there, but then like the ones that were dancing for me, they were all from California there to make money yeah, so yeah. it's like oh my god but yeah, yeah, yeah dude, dude you're absolutely right around here it's it's very slim pickings very yeah yo I, I i got one more strip club story i'm sorry ron i got one more no, strip club no, story go, <laughs> this this happened in high school i was 19 and my friends were 17 and this was uh hangar 69 in middletown and i was i was kind of messing with a stripper at the time and she worked there so I would go down there on Friday nights and my friends, like, we got out of the, the Young Bucks Club, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, we going to the strip club. They're like, for real? I'm like, yes, we going. So they they hype, right? We get down there. They can't get in. I go in anyway and leave them out in my car. I'm like, yo, just take my keys. I'll be out in a couple minutes. I just want to say what's up to Shorty, da-da-da-da-da. I'm in there getting lap dances and drinks and everything, bro. They sitting out in the car pissed for, like, two hours. I come out. Like, what's up, bro? Like, they was like, yo, that's fucked up, dog. That's fucked up. You just going to leave us out. Like, you just going to leave us in the car like we should have left. I was like, yo, you should have. I would have called you guys and been like, come back for me. You know what I mean? I but yeah. Keys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Go joyride, bro. They, But it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? I left I left them. They sat in the car. And it was in the wintertime, too. They sat in the car oh. and just, yeah. Yeah. So I feel bad for that. But I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> There was, uh, I was in uh, Wisconsin last summer and we, I, I found this strip club like in the middle of nowhere. It was at this, it was just this four way stop in the middle of some small, outside of small, some small Wisconsin town. And I never got a chance to go, but I've, I heard from some of my wife's relatives that it's pretty nasty. <laughs> But, no. but but see, I want to see that for myself because I really? I have to. <laughs> yeah. Look, I used to be a strip club aficionado. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I, I was with it, man. At a point, like in my early twenties, strip club almost every night, bro. Almost every night. Nah, nah, man. I only I only went like a couple times. I'm not a big I'm not big on the strip club because you know I like to see. I actually like to do something sometimes, you know, you know, do something before oh, yeah. do something. You know, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, nah, most of them Jones be the one John with the fake titties almost gave me a concussion when she tried to motorboat me, dog. That shit hurt. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, she. And I was just like, don't do that. She boom, boom, oh, my glasses. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Word, the, the worst when you're at a strip club is. Uh, when you're just there and then the and the stripper just wants to keep talking and tell you about her life. It's like this is really uncomfortable because I don't care at me. all. <laughs> yeah. Not, not, not yo, nah, man. Listen, I'm I'm gonna tell y'all something about me. I am Dr. Phil in the strip club. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm Dr. <laughs> Phil. Let's get down to what, what caused you to be here and let's see if I can get you out of here 
for for the night. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> not, not for your life, for the night. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I, yo, I'm horrible, man. Because what I, all right, this is my method when I'm in a strip club. First of all, I go and get like 200 ones. And then I put a 20 on top of that. And I just set it on the table. And you know, they, when they see the money sitting on the table, they like, yo, open invitation. They think they're going to come over here. And, and then I turn into Chris Hansen. Please have a seat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I get them confessing so much stuff to me, bro. And I'm, I'm, in my head, I'm just like bugging out like, yo, this chick really thinks she's going to get this money? You know what I'm saying? So then like I start counting it up in front of them and everything, and their eyes light up. And I'm like, yo, here's a five, yo. Thanks for your time. But you're not what I'm looking for for the night. <laughs> Yeah, man, I'm I'm ruthless, man. I'm I'm wow. in there wrong. Wow. I'm wrong, wow. bro. Yeah. One of the things I really love about Damien is Damien, you always seem to have like some kind of system for everything. God, yo, you so you, yeah, so cynical. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yo, you got to man. Like my friends, my friends will sit there and look at me and be like, "Yo, look at him. Yo, he's got three strippers around him, and they all just sitting talking. He's eating wings, and he's just like breaking them down, bro." And, and, and guarantee he's gonna walk out of here with at least one number and a real name. You know what I'm and saying? A real name. Yeah. Not this description name. The real. Yeah. Name. Yeah, bro. It, yo, it'd be crazy, man. I'd be like, yo, I got some weed if y'all want to. You know what I mean? They'd be like, come exactly. back at like four o'clock. My shift's over. I'm like, boom. You know what I'm saying? But them days is over now, man. I, I don't <laughs> feel comfortable doing now, that. Bro. Yeah, I got three daughters and all that now, so it's like them days is over, bro. You know yeah. what I mean? I had to retire my, my Superman cape. He said, I got to put the card away. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it's a little odd, too, especially as, you know, you have daughters and they're growing up to go to a strip club eventually. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's just weird. It's, it's The strip club is the only place that makes you feel creepy for being a guy, even though it's four yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel but bad. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I definitely don't feel bad. I'm paying uh, some girls' bills, her tuition. <laughs> um, her, her baby daddy ain't shit, so she, that's why she ain't here now. And so that's what I'm going to help her out with that, too. Nah, we paying bills, and, and she, look, I got th- look, I got thrills, and she got bills, and we there's a perfect transaction going on. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, see, that, see, that's great. Duke brought some levity to this situation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got to be real with you. Listen, you were saying that. Listen, I got you, but I'll tell you the truth. (laughs) Yo, one of these days, we're going to be doing the podcast at a strip club. Music blaring, you know what I mean? I think that'd be like a crazy, crazy fun episode to do. I I, I think you're right. Yeah, you got to do it in where where they show vagina, not no damn topless joint. We got to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got shaky butts. We got to go to shaky butts in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Somewhere like that, man. But uh, I, I tell you what, yo, never, ever, ever, like, like Cheetahs is a dope strip club. Only use cash at Cheetahs, bro. If you put down your credit card, they will run your shit and, and falsify so much information. There was this guy back in, like, the early 2000s with the club Cheetah, and – he put down his credit card. He had just, like, closed, like, this big deal, whatever. The dude uh-huh. got raped for, like, $250,000, bro. Damn. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They said he ordered, like, a, a, a pallet of water, like, 500 bottles of champagne. Like, that. yo, his charges was, was crazy. And I'm sitting there like, yo, no man in history. 
like they said he had like like 31 hours worth of, of lap dances, bro. And he was only there for a couple hours. So how do you order 31 hours of straight lap? Like someone broke down the math of this thing. It was amazing. And he, he they said if he spent this amount of money on lap dances, like he would literally have to be in that strip club for 31 hours to, to accumulate that amount of cash. And I'm like, that, like he, he had to fuck some of them, yo. Like they had to just charge him straight for the pussy. You now know what I'm saying? To be. Well, on top of that, he, you could, he had to have like an American exp, uh, Express Black, cause like that yeah. would never, ha- that would never happen to me, cause they would charge my car and be like, he doesn't have shit on this car. Bro. He's got a five hundred dollar limit. This guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, can you pay with a Sears card? <laughs> you know. Yeah. What I'm <laughs> I think I got some food stamps in my way, bro. <laughs> word, word. Yeah, you know I mean, you pull out an old paper food stamp. They'd be like, "What's this? Oh, oh, this is old money." she gonna she gonna twerk in front of me. I'm gonna pull out a block of government cheese. <laughs> Word. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I know that's fraud, but at a certain point, I mean, that guy was probably just throwing it around anyway. So, oh I yeah, he, I don't think he spent that much, but I think he would though. Yeah, bro. Right. Exactly. All right, he spent. Like he said, he spent no more than twenty five hundred, but the charges they amounted on his card was over a quarter of a million, bro. And, and I, I was just like, wow. Listening to that story, yeah, I, I'm, I'm like, wow. Like, so, so that's one thing I've learned over my forty years of being on this earth is never use a credit card at at, at Club Cheetah because they'll definitely get you. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say the lesson there is to have a credit card with a limit of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Nah, I'm going Floyd Mayweather. If I got that kind of cash that I can throw away, I'm 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 coming in with a Brinks truck, and and, and we're going to do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, yeah, I'm not I'm not coming in with 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 a credit card and putting it down. It, nah, cause cause ain't no telling they they'll run your card till it's maxed, and then you're like that guy who loses his business 48 hours after you just closed the biggest deal of your business's company. Yeah. So mm. yeah, not nah, not me, bro. I'm going with. Not I. He said not eighty two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to pay off that balance like ten dollars a month at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the debt to your great 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 grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna need like two hundred years to pay this off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my, you know that that that's definitely the future. They're just gonna keep us alive, and that way you can still pay your credit card debts. That's how it's gonna work in the future. Yeah, they're just going to leave you on an iron lung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can remember when I first got credit cards. That's the shit that I would buy. I just buy stupid shit, and I would just pay the minimum. <laughs> See, that's nah. what I'm saying. Like, you've got credit cards. I've applied and been rejected hundreds of times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that was yeah. when, I, when I, was, yeah, I was 18. I was really stupid at the time. <laughs> Even then, bro. I didn't get. I never got a credit card that young. My mom told me never get one, and I'm glad she didn't. Cause look, I'm happy. I'm okay with a little debt, but not. Whew, some of the people got now crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I some of these people that are carrying like forty grand worth of credit card debt is insane. When I was, yes. I, I was working in Plano, Texas, and one of the the running jokes when you work in Plano is that it's the home of the thirty thousand dollar millionaire, because everyone's. Woo! Everyone's just so maxed out on credit. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's got to drive new cars. 
They mm-hmm. gotta they gotta live in those nice fancy apartments, and you know they're shopping at Whole Foods. So that's that's what it is. Bro, all right. I just bought I just bought my wife a a, a diamond tennis bracelet for five hundred dollars, paid cash. Sears asked me, "Do you want to apply for the credit card and and and, and, and get money off?" And I'm like. I know I was going to fail. I know I was going to fail. But I was like, whatever, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I pay everything in just cash anyway. I'm that kind of guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so so they're like, they're running it. And they're like, there seems to be some kind of problem. Next thing you know, they're like, uh, sir, the store is going to have to contact you about this. I'm like, I knew. Yeah, I, I already knew it wasn't going to work. I, I knew my credit. My credit's good, but it's not good enough to get credit cards. Because I, I have like. I've had stuff in my name since I was a child. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I feel you on so, that one, man. Yeah, so it's like me being credit cards is, is definitely – like I think the day I'm going to get a credit card, like I'm just going to like drop dead like five hours after getting it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going to be like, you've been approved. Oh, shit. Max That's out. <laughs> walk, walk home and they they find me on the couch with like all, all, a whole room full of boxes and, and, and just me dead like like uh Chris Tucker and fucking dead presidents and shit <laughs> watching an Al Green video. Go ahead, Duke. But no, Dan, I wanted to, uh, I definitely wanted to tell you the story of how funny you are and crazy how, how you and my pop maybe crack up the last lock I tour. Um, literally, you last last time we seen each other, we was at lock a tour. Well, no, before uh, the comedy special, it was uh, we was at lock a tour, and the first yeah, time we yeah. actually met, and you did a, st- a set, and you had mentioned how they kill people at Holy Spirit. Oh, yo, yeah. And you had mentioned that to my pops, and. When he was sitting there, he was cracking up. He was like, he was, he was not trying to, he was trying to laugh, but he couldn't because a couple months before that, they, yeah. killed, they killed one of his lady friends at Holy Spirit. Oh, which you don't know. bro. <laughs> so when he, bro. so we, the next time we seen each other after the performance, he was in there dying laughing because. Yeah, man, right, man, because they do be killing people down the Holy Spirit. <laughs> <laughs> he said, dude, you right. <laughs> He was so, he was laughing so much. I wanted to tell you that because he was cracking me up. Yeah. Nah, man, listen, I, yo, I, I, I used to work for the, uh, for the Patriot News back in the day, right? Uh-huh. And it was like, and, and they did this, like, big story about how people would go to the Holy Spirit and die. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, yo, if you go to Holy Spirit, you will become the Holy Spirit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, they got a 48-hour checklist. If you ain't out of there within 48 hours, bro, prepare for death, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, you, it's just not good. Like, I had a friend I had a friend who, who went there and was like, yo, if you ain't out in, 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 in less than two days, I'm coming in for you with the fucking gun. You know what I'm saying? Cause you ain't gonna make it. You know what I mean? Nah, it's like, they trying to save that money, man. That's why none of them busy. They don't want to be busy. I was like, oh, you yeah. gonna cause a lot of trouble. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bro. You gotta get them out of Holy Spirit, bro. Holy Spirit has the worst has the worst track record for 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 patient survivability. So you know what and I mean? Cr- so yeah, when he was, so you said that to him, he was dying, 
And then he said, man, I got, make sure you saw him, I said that was hilarious. And that was funny. Word. Word. <laughs> that was, make sure you knew that. Appreciate that, man. Well, hey, uh, let's see. Yeah, this this has been great. Uh, Duke, it, it's been great having you on, man. It's I appreciate yeah. it, man. This, yeah, bro. I, I wish my, my shit wasn't acting up so I could have really been here, been here. Man, I, it's cool, man. But, you know, like I said, man, it's been always a, a, a blessing in the education to be able to talk to people like you guys. Um, man, it's it's always – I'm always grateful to be have an opportunity to, to spread my peace and spread my love to, around the around the world. And I thank y'all for this moment, man. Yo, don't go, bro. Thank you, man. Yeah, you're, uh, you're certainly welcome. Uh, thank you for making our theme song. It's, it's fucking hey, no problem, phenomenal, man. man. We enjoy yeah, it. My- my kids love it too, man. They they had me play it about thirteen times. Like as soon as Ron was like, "Yo, the, the theme is here," I was like, "Oh snap, I gotta hear it." So I, I I played it. I started jamming. My kids came like roaches when the lights come off. They was like, "What's that, Daddy?" I was like, "Oh, this is the theme song for the podcast." So I got the whole family listening to it. My kids is dancing with me. You know, like we kept that thing on repeat, bro. Like it's it's definitely you know what I mean. So I appreciate you, and 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 I'm grateful that you came through for us, bro. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, man. Hey, man, anything to help, man. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, if if you if you send me, if you want to send me your latest single or whatever, uh, I'll throw it on the end of this episode. I usually put some kind of song on yes. the end of the episode. So uh, if you send me that and... Uh, I got you, man. And I can put that on because I'll probably edit this today. And then this Exclusive. episode. I'll give you the, the big one. The big the big thing that's coming out for the project. I'll give you the big one. All right. Okay. Awesome. We have the that's big awesome. one, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate y'all. Yeah. Yes. And, no, and no problem. And before we get out of here, uh, Damien, because we're, we're kind of like on that final stretch. Do you want to talk about your show from last night? How'd that go? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yo, yeah. I was at a JMP Winery out, out, out there just past the casino, man. And it was roughly like 200 people out outside. Good, like, man. Yeah, nice. yeah, man. You know, um, I was like, oh, man, here I go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm like with the whole lineup. I'm like, I should be going last. But no, your boy went third, which I was com- I was cool with that. You know what I mean? But uh, I was the only black performer. And there was like there was like maybe 13 black people because I counted them. So, <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like I had people coming up to me uh like inside the winery and was like, yo, you had a great set, man. Da, da, da. Like I really enjoyed you and people, cause you know, you're not supposed to brag or nothing like that, but it was, it was a great show, man. It just, a, just the reception that I got, man, it was, it was dope. So I was like, I was real happy cause it was my first time ever doing a winery show. Right. But, uh, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, I, I got to come in here and be like upper echelon cause I'm used to just beer drinkers and liquor drinkers so I can get crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I got to tone it down for the winos. But uh, nah, they, they they was with it every step of the way, bro. It was it was fun. It was fun. You know what I mean? What, yeah. What about you, Ron? How was the park, man? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, the park. Uh, the park turned out to be a disaster. Audience, just audience wise. Okay. Because like no one really showed up. Uh, uh, I mm. I I only had like uh one two. Uh, I only had like eight audience members. No, maybe ten okay. audience members for the comic. Okay. And uh, yeah, you know, it's 
it, it was risky. I knew it was risky because doing outside shows in a park like that, then the weather yeah. was the weather was like eh, it was kind of sprinkling, but you know, yeah, that's, that's that'll mess anything up with just a little bit of weather. Yeah, and yeah. I kept pu- I kept pushing that was under the cover pavilion, but hey, these things happen when you produce mm-hmm. shows. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes they're monsters, and sometimes they fail. It happens. Yeah, yeah, it happens, and it, it, it's just like stand up. You know, the night that you bomb, guess what? The sun rises the next day, and you drag mm-hmm. your ass back up on that stage and take it yeah. yeah. So, uh, so besides that, uh, all the comic. I mean, all the comics had a great time uh, from what they told me. They enjoyed it. Uh, it was fun. Uh, got to, Kenny Robinson got to do close to a half hour, and that still wasn't enough for him. It's still not enough. Yo. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I bet he was like, you only had me do seven and a quarter minutes. <laughs> Yeah, because when I lit him, he said, already? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'll tell you what, man. When he gets into a groove, he'll probably be up there for like two, three hours if you let him. If you let him. If you know you what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, I mean, Kenny, you know, Kenny was Kenny. The the people that were there enjoyed him. Uh, O'Donnell, of course, uh, fucking yeah. did. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know, he, he was complaining about Russ. Mike, y- your timing seems pretty good. You seem pretty fucking good right now, so just keep riding. Yeah. Uh, then uh, we did the show Friday night over in Lancaster. Not the biggest success, but that was a good start. People actually came out. That show was inside, so uh, I filled it like half yeah. with the people. So there's going to be another show coming in October there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I'm hosting that one, and uh, – yeah, uh, I got a yeah. show coming up October third that sold out too, and I'm I'm like, I'm re- I'm ready to go, man, because this is the one that I had that that big bombing incident at. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I get to come back and try it again. So it's it's no holds barred this time, and and I'm not getting too messed up. So I, you know what I mean? This is yeah. this is like your redemption story now for this show. Yeah, this is this is the this is the second fight with Apollo Creed and I'm Rocky, you know what I'm saying? Look <laughs> him up. Oh yeah, bro. Thanks, man. Definitely, definitely. I I, I might even record this one and, and post it too. Yeah. Fuck him up, man. Like you got yeah. you don't think about the L, think about the W. Think exactly. about the lab and that's it. <laughs> yeah, facts, yeah. facts. So th- this episode will drop on the thirtieth. So Damien, this your show is coming up this Saturday, October third. Where is that at? Just- uh, it's an undisclosed location due to COVID because this gotcha. guy is like this guy like literally like sells out stuff every time he does it. So it's it's at an undisclosed location in in a backyard. <laughs> I got you. <ya. laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, I think that's going to con- wrap us up, man. We're just slightly over an hour. Uh, once again, thank you, Duke, for joining us. Yes, bro, thank you. Uh, be thank on you. the lookout for his uh, his new album coming, and you can find him anywhere, uh, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify, YouTube. Uh, he's going to send us the latest single, and you'll be able to hear his latest single, right after the podcast ends it goes right into it so please stick around listen to that 
like I said, find him on Instagram at Duke underscore so underscore crazy. And of course, he's got his Talking Crazy entertainment podcast and video series coming soon. And yeah, like hey, I said, can't wait. Yeah. And, and like again, Duke, uh, it's an honor that you made our song for us. Uh, Thank you, man. Yeah. We're happy that we have this relationship and, you know, hopefully we can do some stuff moving forward. I actually want to talk to you about something after we stop recording. So, so be on the lookout, folks. Thanks, everybody, man. I I do appreciate everybody. Shout out to Ron. Shout out to Dane, man. You listen, you got to support these guys, man. They're doing great things in this community. Trying to put a smile on people's faces. Give them your support. Give them the money. We want ten hundred twenties. Like if you see them, put a dollar in their hand. Like they're not broke. They just need it. Okay, just put money in. The hand. If you see Dane, put a put put a nug of love in his hand. Come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Word. All right, that'll do it. I am Ron Kane. I'm Damian Robinson. And who are you? I'm Duke. So crazy. Yes. And hey. thank you. See you next week. Peace. That's crazy. I've been my doozy, you know that I own it I'm working up since defeat my opponent They love us up and I think they should know it Cause this is my moment It is my time and you know that I'm chosen I'm getting better, you know that I'm growing I ain't gonna stop till my wrist looking frozen They said it's crazy to snap I make it hit like a swing in the back I'm on the run, it's a victory lap I take your chick, I might give it right back Haters, they pay, I relax This song a hit, go and give me the plaque I kill the beat, ain't no bringing it back You gonna mix it, you know I'm gonna slap Cause I was born for this Came with the womb, I was ready to spit Get him a diaper, he know he the shit Confident rising, he talking the shit Never get bored of this Did a mention, trying to flood up my wrist Get your touching, trying to flex in the bitch I'm making moves and I'm rich as a bitch This rapping fun to me Your mama a fan, she cooking for me She give me the best while she rubbing my feet Featuring Duke is a luxury All the rappers can't get close to me They thinking no better way fucking with me I raise the bill, you under me I cop my swag with no Me. I shoot like curry, green bean with the three I need 2K when you featuring me Then it gets foul when I charge him a fee It ain't personal, just business to me It ain't personal, just business to me This is my moment This is my moment I've been my doozy, you know that I own it I'm working up to defeat my opponent They love up and I think they should know it Cause this is my moment It is my time and you know that I'm chosen I'm getting better, you know that I'm growing I ain't gonna stop till my wrist looking frozen Homie, get off of my dick Wish you can do it like this I sing and rap my flow legit Did I mention that I'm devil to fit Whenever I write they won't hear you again Okay, yeah, I'm signed up with me If you ain't so cool or S17 You ain't really gonna fuck with my team Gotta make a moment you never wanna forget I've been making music you never wanna forget Thinking that I'm something but I ain't done yet Come on give a shine, go quick on the sunsets Money in my mind, go get more fun sets Gotta get my guap, but get more sunsets All the pretty thoughts they wanna have sex This is my mom I've been my doozy, you know that I own it I'm working up to defeat my opponent They love us up and I think they should know it Cause this is my moment It is my time and you know that I'm chosen I'm getting better, you know that I'm growing I ain't gonna stop till my wrist looking frozen